When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a firework enthusiast. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past, and each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Well, you guys know what this one is about. Today, in 1776, the 13 American colonies declared independence from the British monarchy, essentially creating what is now the United States of America. In the United States, July 4th is a federal holiday, and we usually commemorate it with barbecues, beach trips, fireworks, and other long summer weekend activities. In the 18th century, it was the day the Second Continental Congress approved a little document called the Declaration of Independence. But first, let's back up. In 1776, the American Revolution was ongoing, having officially started in 1775 after a decade of palatable unrest as the colonies were no longer comfortable being ruled and taxed by the British monarchy. The taxes part was a big thing. The spark that really started the revolution was the Stamp Act of 1765, in which Britain placed a direct tax on American colonists covering newspapers, contracts, and marriage licenses and other legal documents. The taxes were levied in an effort to financially support a strained British army after the Seven Year War, in which the French fought the British over North American land, and lost. Colonists vehemently opposed this tax, and reactions included boycotts, riots, and direct attacks on tax collectors. The Stamp Act was repealed in 1766, which was important not just because it meant the colonists didn't have to pay the unfair tax, it also gave the colonists a blueprint for fighting back against the British and gave them some hope that resistance wasn't futile. The situation escalated very quickly, however. In 1767, Britain issued a number of taxes called the Townsend Acts, which were levied on goods imported from British like paper, paint, and tea. Colonists were not happy about this. In 1768, to enforce those duties, British troops occupied Boston. This led to serious unrest, chiefly on March 5th, 1770, a street brawl between American colonists and British soldiers turned deadly when soldiers shot five colonists and wounded six others. That event, the Boston Massacre, was the first unofficial battle of the revolution. One of the victims was Crispus Attucks a stevedore of Black and Indigenous ancestry. In 1773, Great Britain imposed the Tea Act, which undercut colonists' abilities to buy tea from countries other than the UK and forced them to import overtaxed tea. American colonists responded to this by dumping 342 chests of British-imported tea into the Boston Harbor. You might know this as the Boston Tea Party. 
1774, the British decided to punish the rebellious colonists in Massachusetts by imposing something called the Coercive Acts. These acts took further control away from the colonists, closing the Boston Harbor, putting a British-controlled council in charge of the colony, forbidding town meetings, and most importantly, putting in place something called the Quartering Act. This act gave the British military permission to board at unoccupied buildings in town and forced colonists to pay for their housing expenses and feed them. It seems worth throwing in a reminder that all of this was ongoing on land the colonists, forebears, had stolen and would continue to steal from native populations, but I digress. As British imposition became more and more untenable and the colonists became more and more fed up with their overlords oversea, word of revolution spread through the colonies. Young revolutionaries met in taverns to discuss overthrowing the British government, forming underground groups like the Sons of Liberty. Leaders included Sam Adams, you know, the beer guy, and John Hancock, the signature guy, and those tensions came to a real true boil in April of 1775 when British soldiers tried to capture Adams and Hancock in Concord, Massachusetts. Shots were fired on the commons in the neighboring town of Lexington, and the Revolutionary War began. About a month after the shots at Lexington and Concord, the 13 colonies formed something called the Second Continental Congress, a group of delegates representing the colonies and functioned as a kind of government. They would meet at the Pennsylvania State Hall in Philadelphia, now known as Independence Hall, and you'll learn why in a second. By the spring of 1776, the war had been ongoing for a year, and calls for independence from Britain were getting louder and louder. It would be the Second Continental Congress's job to vote on that independence. Colonies were already starting to vote for independence on their own, but the first person to call for full independence was a Virginia delegate named Richard Henry Lee, who introduced the Lee Resolution on June 7, 1776. The Congress freaked out when Lee introduced his resolution and debated too hard to vote on it then and there. They agreed to postpone the debate and recess for a few weeks, but they did appoint a five-man committee to draft a statement declaring the colony's independence in the event the Lee Resolution did pass at the next congressional meeting. That committee consisted of Thomas Jefferson of Virginia, John Adams of Massachusetts, Roger Sherman of Connecticut, Benjamin Franklin of Pennsylvania, and Robert R. Livingston of New York. And they wrote what is now known as the Declaration of Independence. Jefferson served as lead author. The gist behind the declaration? It was necessary for the colonies to seek independence from Britain, the British crown had abused their power, and most importantly, this passage from the preamble. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Of course, Jefferson and his fellow authors did not extend that equality to women, slaves, freed black people, natives, or anyone who wasn't a white male landowner, but again, I digress. The Continental Congress convened again on July 1st, 1776, and began to vote on independence. A first round of voting among a select delegation was not successful. Pennsylvania and South Carolina voted against independence. New York abstained, and Delaware's vote was split among the delegates. The full Congress voted again on July 2nd, and South Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Delaware all switched their votes to yes. 
New York abstained again because their delegate didn't get permission to vote yes from the colony in time. Come on, New York. Independence was happening. Congress had the votes, but now they had to tell the rest of the colonies, Great Britain and the world. Jefferson had sent them the finished declaration, but like everybody, the delegates had edits. It took them two days to hit the declaration with a metaphorical red pen, red quill. But by July 4th, the edits were done and they were ready. Congress officially adopted the Declaration of Independence, and the United States of America was now a sovereign nation. The rest is history, and today is barbecues. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now, let's talk about music. Today in 2008, the movie Mamma Mia premiered in Sweden. Originally a Broadway musical, Mamma Mia used Swedish pop group ABBA's music to craft a story about a woman, her daughter, and her daughter's three potential dads, all convening at a wedding on a Greek island named Kalokairi. The musical was a hit, and so was the movie, which starred Meryl Streep, Amanda Seyfried, Pierce Brosnan, Stellan Skarsgård, and Colin Firth. The movie premiered in the U.S. on July 20th, but it debuted in Sweden a little early, reuniting members of the original ABBA group for the first time in many, many years. Happy birthday, Mamma Mia! And now for today's final segment, I'll be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a July 4th in my life. July 4th, 2020, we were in quarantine. We were... I was um, with my bubble of my family in California. My bubble consisted of me, my mom, my dad, my brother, and my uncle, aunt, and his kids, Kaya and Mona. And so we celebrated the 4th together uh, safely. Uh, They were literally the only people that we saw throughout the course of the pandemic in like a five-month period. But we got to walk around the neighborhood and watch fireworks go off in Oakland, California. And it was it was really exciting and really cute. My cousins were so excited that they could like go outside and we could walk around the block and see what was going on in the city. And even in a time like COVID to know that people were still, you know, trying to celebrate a holiday and give people a little bit of excitement and joy in their life. It was it was very exciting and very cute. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.